Hello and welcome to What's the Big Deal About Greenville. In today's episode, I sit down with Kristen Hansen. Kristen is the owner of Birdhouse Interior Designs. She talks about uh, what she finds interesting about design, uh, her process. It was an awesome conversation, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, so tell me your story. How did you end up in interior design? Like, what's the journey there? Well, I grew up in a pretty creative family. Uh, my dad was a builder my whole life, really. Um, my whole young life. And then at a certain age, I think I was about maybe, I don't know, 13 when I actually decorated my own bedroom. And, oh, well. <laughs> I, and it looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I can remember it to this day and it looked really pretty good. And then, but I, you know, forgot about that. You know, in my 20s, I just tried every career. You know, I went to school a few times and then... What'd you get your degree in? I actually didn't get a degree. I started oh, well. in human services. Uh-huh. Um, well, I did that later in my 20s and loved it. Um, I went for a little bit, did really well. And then um, I ended up actually heading to into a program called YWAM, Youth mm-hmm. with a Mission. Mm-hmm. And I came back from that and I actually started my, started my business. But the journey of actually getting to that point is trying different things. And then I remember my dad, you know, you know, me searching, searching and, and my dad asking, well, what do you like to do? And I remember saying things like, well, I like making a home beautiful, you know, and all these things, um, because I really, you know, wanted to be a mother and a wife and, but I loved making a home beautiful and I think that's when it started to click, like, oh, I actually could have a career in this. And um, it was something that was so, it ended up happening so naturally. I was in my late 20s, and uh, I actually started um, helping my parents decorate model homes for my dad's company. Mm -hmm. And then I actually, I don't remember if this was before or after that, but I worked for a renovation company, and I picked hard surfaces, you know, flooring and countertop and paint colors and it was so natural to me but again I grew up around a construction family and my mom actually is an artist as well so I definitely have it in my blood at some extent and um yeah I it was as easy as uh I I did some really basic first steps I actually had a client before I started my business so I was like Oh my goodness, I need to get my act together. <laughs> there's, there's nothing like trial by fire. Oh yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, I don't even have I don't even have a company name yet. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I did very people ask me, Oh, how'd you do it? How'd you start your company? And I'm like, I got a bit I came up with a name with a friend. He helped me. He was a he was a graphic or is a graphic designer. Um, came up with a name, got a business card, got a website. It was very practical. Yeah. And so I had to have all that to look legit for my first, um, I didn't really have the client yet, but I had an, a meeting. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, so, so you had a lead. Had you a had lead. a lead. Yeah. So I, but I went prepared. I had a website, business card. I mean, he didn't know that I just came up with it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and so my first client was a, it was a corporation. So it, it was a commercial client and I actually, um, decorated his, 
like you know uh, foyer area and mm-hmm. his office as well. And I did everything from the ground up, like the flooring, but also the furniture, paint colors, everything. What was the first. hardest part of that project? Working with a guy. (laughs) (laughs) So guys are actually my hardest clients. Really? Why is that? It's because, this is what I found, I know it's a stereotype, but they are very particular, but they don't know what they want. Interesting. So so you like, so what do you do? You just present them, how about this? Yes. So I'll typically present three things. So say it's flooring. Right. I'll show them three different types of flooring that I think that they would like. And they'll just say, no, I don't like any of those. And I'll be like, okay, can you tell me like what you like? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> so I would just try again. Whoa. And I had no direction. But they, yeah. when, I will say once they saw what they liked, they like, they knew it. They were like, that's what I like. But they couldn't get me on the pathway of it. Yeah. Like of what to look for. Do you think guys, like, I know there's a stereotype that girls like to decorate and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think guys love to decorate. They, they do, but they and don't they, know what they want. <laughs> I think there's a stigma. I think they don't want to be seen as like yeah. kind of like you know, oh, I'm the I'm the decorator guy. I think I think that's I think that's yeah. a real thing. Yeah. Um, I, I find it interesting. I like bef- before I got into real estate, I was you know you know I taught history. Um, I was watching a documentary there. They're talking about George Washington. George Washington like loved to decorate Mount Vernon. Oh, like no so when you, yeah, like it's it, well, and and Jefferson was the same way too. Like he, he like if you ever go to Monticello, I mean they're constantly like changing it and buying different yeah. things, and it was considered like being like a a Renaissance man was like knowing how to decorate. So that yeah. really that's really strange to me that these yeah. guys don't have. But they they like, had great taste once I could narrow it down. I mean I look back at all I, don't, I haven't had that many like usually there's a female involved, but I have right. had some where there hasn't been. But those are some amazing projects, like as far as how they turned out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they are great at it, you know, cause I let, I'm, I'm definitely, I, um, help them get to the end goal. But at, at the end of the day, my clients are the ones that pick what they're getting. Mm-hmm. I just right. present them really good options <laughs> and then they pick from that. Okay. But just, so describe for me like your process. So client calls you, do you ask for, like pictures right off the bat or like, okay, give me examples of what you would like and then build off of that or. Well, so I have had my business for, it'll be six years in March and I, thank you. I feel like I have learned how to read minds in a way. I can read a person pretty quickly and the best way is to go to their home. Mm -hmm. So when they call me, the first thing I do is set up an appointment with them. Like, let me, can we meet at your house? Cause Mm -hmm. that's often, or their office or, you know, but it's easier with a house usually because that's more personal. Right. They have their things. But often people are hiring me because they don't want the same thing that they yeah. have. But I still can get to know someone pretty quickly. Like, you know, tell me about yourself. Like, what kind of design? Like, what do you like? Do you like traditional? Do you like modern? And just letting them talk to me and I can, I can narrow it down pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. What they'll, what they like or what they want. Um, and usually people, do hire me because they, because they want something different, but you don't want to push them too far out of their comfort zone yeah. either. So you just give them different, but not too different or they'll mm. hate you. <laughs> oh, right. They'll be like, so, they don't know what I yeah. want. Right. Um, okay. So where do you, like, if you're like, if someone gave you a blank canvas, mm-hmm. like, where would you, 
where do you find your inspiration? Like what, what do you like working with? Uh, well, my favorite thing to do is remodels. Okay. Are remodels. So they, I love that process of seeing something completely transformed. Mm-hmm. And I definitely see that in clients' homes, you know, even if it's not a remodel in a small form. But, um, my inspiration. Wow. That's a good, it's dip changes all the time. Yeah, yeah. I actually, people, you know, probably think I watch HGTV and all that, but I actually don't because it, first of all, on my off time, if I watch HGTV, it makes me feel like I'm working. My mind oh, yeah. is just going. I'm like, yeah. oh, I could do this in this part. And I really don't want to steal other people's ideas. Yeah. I want it to be for my clients. And of course I keep up with the trends and the colors and all of that, of course. But, um, I think my inspiration comes from my clients because they're so unique and people are like, what's your style? People ask me that often. Yeah. And I tell them, I don't, I have my own personal style, but with clients, I can't do my style. Mm -hmm. I have to do theirs. And so it makes my job really fun because each client is so unique and the things they have, they might have like this really cool cabinet that I get to incorporate in, Mm -hmm. um, or this paint color they just love. So my inspiration honestly comes from my clients and some, something they have, something they love. Yeah. Um, so, so how would somebody, I guess what I'm trying to ask is like, so do you like modern style? Do you like Scandinavian style? Do you, I mean, is there like, I know, I know you just said, oh, I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't really, I, I don't really have a style, but are, but is there anyone that you like in particular um, to work with? Um, like a, someone I look up to yeah. as far as a designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like M. Henderson. I don't know if you've heard of her. Mm. She's, she's pretty, uh, well known. I like her style, I would say the most. Um, people listening can look her up. She's awesome. Yeah. She definitely is like, I would say eclectic. Okay. So a mix of styles. And that's how I would say my personal style is. Right. Uh, but again, like with clients, I can't do my personal style. You definitely probably see it in there right. a little bit. Cause I am, I'm definitely, I love Scandinavian style. Mm-hmm. I'm a minimalist. So yeah. if you I love want, minimalism. yeah. And people are going towards that. Yeah. But if, so if you want tons of knickknacky, I'm not your designer. Like yeah. I'm just not, I, I think I wouldn't be able to do it. Hmm. Knickknacky type style. If you want tons of accessories or that's just not me. I wouldn't be able to even walk away and be like, that was my project, you mm-hmm. know? Because mm-hmm. I do have to put my name on it. So I want it to represent my brand well. I want okay. to. So. What, um, what do you wish you would have known when you first started out? Huh. I'm asking that of everybody that I interview. Yeah. Uh, just like, because I feel like, like having, well, I start out, I've just started a new position here, here in the last, like, you know, six months, eight months. And there's a lot of things that I'm learning. And so I feel like having, like kind of pulling in people's like shared experience mm-hmm. and understanding like, okay, well, I ran into this problem. I, I think that's a valuable question. So what, uh, what did you wish you uh, would have known? Let's see. That's a great question. I think. Definitely not to lose sleep over projects. You know, you'll always have people that are unhappy and you can't make them happy. Certain people. Mm -hmm. So I would say like to do your best and Mm -hmm. let that be good enough. Because like I said, you're always going to have people that 
are unhappy no matter what you do. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I have I haven't had very many clients with that type personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I would say is, which is something that I was very strong on at the beginning, but some advice I would give to other people would be stay very, very strong and high in your customer service. Because mm, sometimes yeah. it doesn't matter how wonderful you did, how amazing the project turned out. If you don't follow up with great customer service, they, right. they will have a bad taste in their mouth. Huh. So that is very important. To yeah. See, I, I, like, I feel like that's, I agree with you totally on that. Like if people need to know you care, mm-hmm. you know, and want to do a good job. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, okay. Back to something earlier. I would, I just, this, this question came to me like, what is the role of a trend? Okay, so you mentioned HGTV, and I know, and I don't want to talk about like you know HGTV, <laughs> but it's like, but do you think that certain trends are just like? I guess that's the nature of a trend. Do you think that certain certain lifestyles are pushed, and people just they come, become part of our consciousness because they're just being pushed by media outlets like HGTV? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I know for a fact that I don't know how it all works, but there are politics in design. And I know that there'll be certain colors that are pushed over and over and over again. Oh, the devil wears Prada. Like they talk about (laughs) it's like, yeah, I think there's a conversation in that where it's like they decide. Yeah, they decide what the. They decide what, what the color mm-hmm. of the of the particular year is yep. going to be, or or even a season. Yep. Like I want to say, there's like, it's, like I sold clothes for a while, it's and a, so it's yeah. like I think there's something like there's something like twenty different seasons in the oh, yeah it, in it, it like it, yeah in fashion like it's like there's post summer pre like fall like yeah. it's like there's all these different there, uh, things. There are different within seasons obviously it changes but there are colors of the year that mm-hmm. come out every year uh for 2020 it's a blue and it's i believe it's called classic blue and i'm huh. so excited <laughs> it's class it's brand new but it's classic well i know it's right. called well, like this specific maybe like with yeah. sherwin williams like, yeah it's called classic blue huh. on that color line but i'm actually excited because blue is, is actually a classic color okay and very okay. easy to work with so, um, yeah, but I heard someone, I don't know who, decides what they're going to push and then like Target and, you know, yeah. all these stores follow that trend. Yeah, you'll see it. Uh, like, see it's it. like Farmhouse. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Farmhouse was trend. like a huge trend. And now it's like mid-century. Yeah. Like we were, uh, like we were talking earlier about the, um, about that credenza. Oh, yeah, yes. and like the, what, what is it? The, and it came back in style. Brasilia was yeah, the Broyhill line. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I mean, like, those Eames chairs, the mm-hmm. Aeron chair, where it's just like that bent plywood. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mid-century stuff. Like, I, I feel like, like, when I was growing up, it was like, uh-oh, it's that Danish, it's that Danish, yeah. like, style where it has, like, the the ice cream cone feet, and oh, you're just yeah, like, oh, that's yeah. so weird. Yeah. And now it's come full it's circle. full circle. Yeah. Which I actually do love that style. Yeah. It, no, it's awesome. <laughs> like, once that. you realize the 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 thought that went into it, it's like, you're like, oh, wow, man, that's amazing. It is. I like, think it is, too. And, you know, um, but I think that you want to, you don't want to go on a trend. Like, I mm, help my clients. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, I love this. 
And I'm like, don't do all of that because it will change. Yeah. You can do touches of the trend. Right. But don't go like full Shiplap. Yeah. Full Everywhere. Ship, or farmhouse. <laughs> right, or, right. Um, even, you know, all modern or all, yeah. all modern tends to look really cold. Yeah. So I try to help them like mix in a little bit, like mix in a little uh, traditional with the modern. So it doesn't look cold right. and trendy. Like soft, softens yeah, it. Yeah, it softens it. So yeah. there, there are ways. And then I try to not have them get their big purchase items in something very trendy. Like, I see. don't buy a pink sofa, even though that blush color is very in style. Yeah. Because it's going to go out of style. Instead, I steer them towards get the blush color in throw pillows, not in the Oh, sofa. nice. You know, Good idea. you can change that. Yeah, right. You can throw it. That, that's what they're for. Yeah. They're there to be that color that changes yeah. like seasonally. Yeah. Yeah. I like, um, I, I have, uh, actually family that builds and one of, one of the projects that was recently worked on was, um, they did a high concept modern home kind of up, up on, um, up on Paris Mountain. Oh, okay. And, uh, they were like, what I realized in talking with that is like, Building a modern home, like truly like modern, where there's no molding, it's way harder than to build a traditional style home because every single angle has to be like perfect because you'll see it. If there's like a waiver, like most of the time you put up a piece of molding and that's actually hiding that seam where the wall and the ceiling meet. Yes. And you can tell when you go into a house and it's like, it, it, like it doesn't have like crown molding. You'll see like every little like bubble and ridge in the ceiling because of that. But man, it's like, so, so when you go into a modern home, just understand like how much work goes into making those right angles. Um, what accomplishment are you most proud of? Okay. You've been in business for six years. Yeah. That's, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but is there a particular project that you like walked away and said, I nailed it? Yeah, actually it was one last year. Actually the last, I think it was, it went into the following year as well. Um, or the previous year. Uh, it, it was actually a, it was a guy client, Mm -hmm. but he was actually super easy to work with. Um, and so it's not always the case that guys, stereotypes. (laughs) it's a stereotype and he had this. I believe it was a early fifties mm-hmm. home and it had not been renovated ever. I don't believe, um, they had added it. They had it added an addition. It's mm-hmm. a funny way to say it. Uh, but it had never been actually renovated. Right. So I actually got to go in and just like go ham on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to from the floor, from the ground up, literally like, Flooring, paint colors, um, hard surfaces, but also furniture. Oh and man, it, you got the whole the thing. whole house, basically, That's almost cool. the entire house. And the neat thing is, this guy is an artist. So he had he was so fun to work with because he had such eclectic. It was like I finally got to do. It wasn't my style necessarily because it was very masculine. Yeah. Um. But it was, it was more my style than probably any other project. Mm-hmm. And I got to get him modern stuff and he had the most beautiful paintings already. So it turned out amazing. And I cannot take all the credit because he ultimately, like I said, my clients pick 
they pick what they're getting. Mm-hmm. I just give mm-hmm. them options, good options. So I would say that's the one I'm the most proud of. Cool. And I did it pretty fast too. Yeah. Well, so, probably because he like, he was, he was able to like be involved he and he was present. Yeah. Very decisive. Yeah. And, um, was there any, was there anything in part of that project where you were like taking a risk and he was like, he like yes. kind of gave you the ability to do that? Yes. Actually, I, I'm, like I said, I'm careful not to push too hard, mm-hmm. but I did like an example would be the dining room. It had this, we had, it had this cheapy, I don't know if you remember like this, like weird they have this like weird um, tile looking stuff, but it's not tile, um, but it's almost like a, like an old school, maybe, um, what would you call it? Like Is it on the wall? Coating in a way. Oh, it's yeah, on, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it where it's, like it's tile, but it's not tile. Oh, it's like man. almost like little squares, but they're like indented. Yeah, it's it's particle board. Yeah, that yes. like is meant to look like tile. Yes, and it's oh, it's we it's like it. that paneling. Yeah, like that particle, yes. not not the real paneling, but like particle, particle board. board. But it looked like squares. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come back around in like 15 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he was hoping there was shiplap underneath, uh-huh. or some sort of cool. Now, how old was the house? Like early 50s. I Okay, it was so a 50s right. House. Okay, and okay. I'm pretty sure it was early 50s, if not like mid, I think. But, um, he, you know, wanted it taken off, which I highly recommended. And behind it was this, these boards, were these boards, but they did not look good. They were too rustic. Mm, mm-hmm. So I, and he kind of liked him. Oh, okay. So I pushed him to actually get shiplap, but okay. halfway up shiplap. Yeah. Oh, um, and I pushed and I had to push a little extra on that, but it turned out so beautiful and he loves it. So it was the rough hewn boards above. And it was just, it was just, um, where the tile was tile only went halfway up. wasn't real tile, the part of the board. Yeah. 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 It's like the wainscoting for that room. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, he was just wanting to leave the wood. Okay. And I was like, no, we need to cover that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get, we need to cover it up. Yeah. So I ended up having shiplap put up, um, but I made it look really modern, not farmhouse. Yeah. Right. Um, it yeah. was painted a gray color. Nice. It, looked, it looks really nice. So very yeah. cool. That was one that I had to push him. There were a few things that I pushed a little bit, but good. Yeah. But having the artist's mind, it's kind of like they can see the, yeah. you know, it, you almost have to be able to see the, you can see the finished product when you have the blank canvas. Yeah. That's true. But do you know what was so great about him is that he trusted me. That's awesome. Yeah. And because yeah. of that, I when people trust me, I do my best work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they try to box me in and they don't trust me, it actually, I don't think I do as well. And they aren't as happy. Yeah. Well, you don't feel like you can, like you're just like, well, I'm just going to mimic whatever you say. Yeah. And that's because, why they hired me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> It's they like me for another point of view. Right. It's like I'm gonna have to argue with you on every single point, yeah. and, and at some point you don't want to argue with them. Right. It's like I don't. If if you're gonna argue with me, then why did you hire me? Yeah. That's exactly how I yeah. felt. Thankfully, if someone hires me, usually they are trusting. Right. Sometimes I have to work at that trust, which is fair. sure. No. Yeah. I have to prove I, I myself a little bit. Right. Um. But as the project goes on, they trust me more and more, and mm-hmm. it just gets easier. So, Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, any particular skills that you feel like you're good at? 
You definitely talk. We're having a good conversation. No, 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 no. It's not. That's not. not, I don't mean that about. It sounds like really bad. It's like, man, I can't get a word in edgewise. No, no. It's like, um, no. But you, you just have this this casual way of talking. I feel like that's helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do think that this is not what I was going to say, but uh, I think that people do often, at least in Greenville. People will hire you for your personality sometimes because they yep. want to trust you. <laughs> right. So I'm thankful that people do trust me like pretty quickly. And um, I have been hired multiple times with people never seeing my work. <laughs> but they just trust me. But um, a skill, I would say uh, I am not a contractor, but I'm pretty good at running subcontractors, like acting yeah. as a contractor. Obviously, I can't legally act as a contractor. So I right, always, right, right. if I need a contractor, I have a contractor. But um I love like I said renovations remodels. Mm-hmm. I love like running a crew. Do you I think that do you think that's because you grew up around it yes. like your dad and mm-hmm. yeah. and my personality I think. Um I love working with people. I right. love people. And uh and I I think that I have a way that I can get things done <laughs> without yeah. being rude and unkind too. Because if you treat people well, they most of the time will treat you well back. Mm, right. I I have heard so many stories from subcontractors of contractors treating them badly, and I'm not trying to throw contractors under the bus. But yeah. I'm like, no wonder they don't want to work for them. If you treat someone badly. They don't want to work for you. Yeah. I, I, I would think that a lot of it has to do with just being present at the job yeah. site. Yeah, that too. Like you, like if you're, if you go in and you observe like stuff being done, you know, and if something's not done right, I'm sure the subcontractor would like to know right when they first finished it, yeah. not like weeks after when the next yeah. phase has started and then they have to go in and try and work around somebody else's work. Yeah. You know, it's like you got to be present and checking stuff. You know, like what's that added? Like inspect what you expect, expect yeah. what you ins- Yeah, it's like it. It's. It, it, I mean, you really got to be. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like you got to know. Like you got to be there. Yeah. And I feel like in 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 your profession, I mean, it's like you're constantly at the house. Yeah. You well, it's tricky because when I act in that role, I don't. I get paid by the hour, but I'm not going to charge them for every phone call I make to a subcontractor. So yeah, it's, I'm not always there, but I'm there enough. And here's the thing I think, and again, this is a stereotype. I feel like I'm throwing a lot of stereotypes. (laughs) I do think women make and would make excellent contractors because we're so detailed. Most women are very Mm -hmm. detail oriented. Not that men aren't. But I, I do think that um, because I'm a designer, I'm also very detailed. So I think mm-hmm. that's what... So like you said, the mistakes, I catch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do expect excellence. Well, um, yeah, you're paying. Um, that's what you're paying yeah. for. So, but again, it's that customer service, but also treating people well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be like, you made this mistake and, you know. Right. It, yeah. But it's just like being kind and saying like, hey, would you mind fixing this? I noticed this. You know, right. just having a way to say it where you yeah. just treat them well. I mean, ultimately, they don't want you to, number one, they want you to refer them. Yeah. So exactly. they can get more work. And then number two, it's like they don't want to, they don't want to have a job up in public that's subpar. Yeah. Exactly. Like where, like they want to have that stuff pointed out. 
And I know that some people are kind of like, you know, it's a volume, volume business. So they want to try and like get as many jobs as possible. But ultimately those, that business is going to taper off if you, if you don't provide a quality product. Right. So, you know, I feel like it, even if it might be tense, even if it might be tense, you need to, um, you need to like draw people out when they or you know, subcontractors and point stuff out, even as clients. I mean, you know, if yes. you're getting something done on your house, you need to make sure you point that out. Yes. Early. Definitely. So they can make a, you know, so they're not all like washing up and then you're like, Hey, can you like, you know, I know. Like <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. Why do you think, why do you think most people like quit at a job? At a job in general? Yeah. Like at a job in general, like, I mean, it's like, what would, what would cause a person to fail at a job or what do you think the cause of like people quitting or moving on to other professions? What do you think that is? I ask that of everybody. Like what, like, because I think it'd be beneficial, like to first people to kind of observe that in themselves. And if you can identify it, then maybe you can avoid it. And so that's why I asked. Yeah, that's actually a great question. And that is something I am very passionate about because I have been, been so blessed to be able to do what I love. I think it's people not loving what they do. Mm. And I think what's neat about our generation, the millennials slash zennials. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not technically a millennial. Like, no, I am. Yeah. Maybe that I more relate with a zennial. Yeah. I, I, um, well, now, what's a zennial? Wait, it's wait, like, wait. It's like um, the little bit older millennials. So we okay. didn't grow up with uh, internet. We did at a certain age. Like, I didn't. we didn't get a computer until I was like 15. Okay. And um, so it's like the zennials are like maybe um, people born from, let's see, I don't even know what millennials are, what range it is. Is it the, Are they born after the Are they born after the turn of the century? I should know this. I think it's, it's like, I think Should you know this? Like <laughs> I feel like I should. I don't know. I think I am a millennial. I, I'm a millennial at heart. I'm a millennial, but I, I think I'm a zennial really. And that's just a term they came up with. We're still yeah. millennials, but we are older millennials. Huh. So we just didn't grow up the same like, So you're Gen Z. But you're no, you're actually you're identical. But huh. you, they call us Zennials because we're the tail end. Uh, oh, okay, okay, um, okay. Or the beginning. I don't know which. Well, the end of the alphabet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, anyway, I think that's something neat about that. Whatever yeah, generation. Yeah. We yeah okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's um, talk more about anthropology. Yes. yes. Where. Um, we do, we actually are going after our dreams mm-hmm. and what we, we're doing what we love and we're not settling for the nine to five if we hate it, you know, yeah. we're, we're, I think our generation is very entrepreneurial and it's neat to see. And so something I do because I did try different careers in my twenties mm-hmm. and then at the um, age of like, I think 28. I started my company. Now, now everyone knows my age. <laughs> oh, they didn't know by Zennial. They, they know now. Um, but at, I just, so once I finally realized what I wanted to do, what I love doing, it has just made a world of difference. Hmm. I do not dread Monday morning. Oh, that's awesome. I that's such a good my job. feeling. I yeah. love it. Like I would be miserable if I couldn't do my job. Mm-hmm. So, um, my, my career has been a wonderful part of my life. So yeah, all of that to say, like, I don't even remember the original question. No, it's like, why, why, do, why do people quit or why oh, yeah, do people fail? they don't love what they do. Yeah. That, that's, that's an awesome answer. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So I have just to kind of wrap it up here. I usually, um, 
I usually ask people like what the namesake of my uh, podcast is. So Kristen Hansen, what's the big deal about Greenville? Greenville. Yeah, Greenville. Yeah, Greenville, Greenville, South Carolina, everybody. Green, I know yes, there's, Greenville, I know there's a Greenville South in every Carolina. state. Greenville, South Carolina. Everyone's starting to hear about Greenville. It's which, awesome. Shh, don't tell people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> we, we want you to come, but with, you know, it's yeah, like, me, it's like me. be knee deep oh, in people. Yeah. Uh, the Greenville, I think the big thing is, is that like we just talked about, you can do what you love here. It's yep. such a great place to start businesses. We're very entrepreneurial because we're kind of just starting to like really explode. I mean, it has been over the last like, I don't know, what, 10 years? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the original, uh, I think the original plan was something like 30 years ago. 30 but years it, ago. But we're just now starting to see like the fruits of that. Yes. Or like, I mean, we've been seeing the fruits for it for like the last 10. Yes. I would say the um, last 10 years yeah. really started seeing Right. It just like exploded. Yeah. And then the last, I would say, two years Mm -hmm. it is like whole other level yeah so but it's people are finding out how great it is um there's so much opportunity Mm -hmm. and the people here are friendly and nice and people will hire you know a girl like me that had only the experience of you know my family and they will hire you. Yeah. You know, they take chances. They take risks on people. And I love that. Uh, and so, yeah, I, Greenville's just, if you want to ha- do something you love, I think Greenville's a great place. I've heard, I do not have a family, but I've heard it's a great place to raise a family. Uh, it is safe from what I've heard and what I've known. Um in my neighborhood, I think uh, there's this couple that's lived there for 25 years, and they said mm-hmm. there's only been like one break-in in 25 years. <laughs> hey, it's <laughs> like doing well. Yeah. doing well. So anyway, I think, yeah, Greenville is beautiful. So many opportunities, um, even for like if you're into outdoor mm-hmm. activities with the Swamp Rabbit Trail. Yeah. Doing all these plugs. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're at the Commons. We're yeah, along the Swamp the Rabbit Trail. Yeah, right, right. Come, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why you came. It's like, yeah, it's like, and hire Bill Cameron for real estate. Um, but uh, thanks so much for coming in. Yeah, this was amazing. This yes. was a really, really good conversation. Thank you for having me. Hey, everybody, this is Bill Cammer, And over the last few months, I've had a lot of fun producing this show. I'm an educator and realtor here in Greenville, and you've probably guessed that I love my town and I want others to know what's great about it. If you'd like to call Greenville home, please contact me. My email address is in the show notes. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave us a review. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Artwork is by Corey Godby. Music is licensed by Storyblocks Audio. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, please email me at thebigdealgreenville at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, y'all.